This episode is brought to you by Iron Galaxy. Scream like a school kid with Capsule Force, an intergalactic retro anime multiplayer game now available on PS4 and Steam. Go to CapsuleForce.com for more. This is how we do it. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah. Uh, good... To a special edition of Muff Movies. Sorry, Mark, for interrupting you. I'm sorry for interrupting you. <laughs> Speaking of an interrupting you. Moo. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Muff Movies. This is a special one, isn't it, Mark? It's a special one. Uh, so a little backstory for you guys and audience and a little peek behind the old curtain. The This is the second half of our Exorcist episode, which we are recording for a second time. Mark, <laughs> why would we do such a thing? Uh, it's a funny story. Andy and I recorded the full unvarnished tale of The Exorcist uh, a couple weeks ago now. And um, <clears throat> there was an error. And guess what? We lost the second half of it. Yeah. Nobody's fault. Nobody's fault on that one. As he says this, <laughs> Andy's piercing blue eyes are twitching with mm. an involuntary fury. You're showing your hand, Mr. Soloff. That every muscle in his body is trying to mask. Say more about my piercing blue eyes, lover. Your PVEs. Thank you. Uh, also, it's special because this is the first time ever we're recording Muff Movies in the morning. Yep. In an attempt to get a sober recording, <laughs> which has failed. That's right. You don't know what's in this coffee. Um, hair of the dog. Yeah. No, it's great because instead of when we usually record, we've gone out to eat together and we've held hands for like an hour and we're very mellow. And we worked at our day jibs. Ugh, yeah, we're very tired. Now, I've had a cup of coffee plus two Woo! shots of espresso. I brought you a donut. Sure did. And now we're going to do it. We're probably going to get this done in like 15 minutes. Yeah, I'm going to crash from sugar coma in about 20 minutes. Oh, I hope you do. You like it when I crash. Mm-hmm. Because of all the debris I kick up. It's easier the... to make you the little spoon. I don't understand that. <laughs> the Exorcist, part two. But still the first movie. Because I think this sequel to The Exorcist was called The Exorcist Part 2. But Good we're point. still doing The Exorcist. Reagan, uh, shit, what's Reagan's last name? McNeil. Reagan McNeil has been possessed by an unknown force. The doctors think it's perhaps nerves. The robots think, well, they don't know what to think. Chris McNeil just thinks that she wants her old daughter back. Who will stand against this otherworldly force which has possessed this young woman? Is it Father Karras, the newly unmothered priest, doubting his own faith? Is it Father Marin, who we haven't seen since the first five minutes of the movie? Is he even coming back? Is it the mysterious Fernet Blanco, who nobody seems to know what he wants or where he lives? Stay tuned as we continue The Exorcist. Smash wipe to the uh, McNeil's house. Off to a good start. The McNeil's house. It's nighttime. Chris arrives after a hard day's work. Oh, mother of Christ. What a terrible day. Oh, hey, Chris. It's me, Shannon, your personal assistant. Hi, Shannon. How are you? Oh, it's been hard. Your daughter's like a real handful. Tell me about it. Okay. Uh, the other day, I was bringing my uh, boyfriend. Hey, Shannon, guess what? What? Figure of speech. Oh. Here, take my coat. I'm going to go up and kiss my daughter goodnight. Chris McNeil shoves her coat right over Shannon's head. Did you pay Burke? Shannon has fallen asleep like a parakeet. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Chris <laughs> removes the coat. <laughs> oh, is it morning already? Shannon, wake up. 
Did Burke leave already? Burke? Uh, no, he should still be up there watching your daughter. He's been watching Reagan sleep? Yeah. Oh, that old lush. Yeah. All right, let me go check on them. Chris climbs the stairs and opens the door to Reagan's bedroom. <coughs> and it's freezing in there. What in the world? <laughs> she looks to see a ghost hovering in the open window. <sighs> get out of here. Get out of here, you. But you Shoo. can save 20% on mattresses. <laughs> uh, Chris grabs a nearby feather duster that she uses to get ghosts out of her haunted mansion. <laughs> and don't come back. All right. Chris closes the window and looks around the room to see where Blithely Burke might be hiding. She cannot see any of Burke's telltale hiding signs, like a Burke-shaped lump under the rug. <laughs> she checks the ceiling to see if a he's doing... A half-opened armoire with a single <laughs> shining eye peering out. <laughs> she looks up at the ceiling to see if he's doing that ninja move he likes to do where he splays all his limbs out and <laughs> hangs onto the corners of the room. His fingers are suction cups, basically, because he's so unctuous that he can cling to... Uh, surfaces but he's not there nor is he under the bed his favorite hiding place mm -hmm. she looks right at the ledge of the closed window she sees burke's shoes both standing in place <laughs> as though he were looking out the window uh and simply disappeared <laughs> oh no <laughs> has burke been raptured <laughs> no <laughs> oh thanks god Chris turns to the sleeping Reagan and gives her a kiss on the forehead. Reagan. Reagan is burning up. Oh, Reagan, you're burning up. Wake up. Uh, what is it, mother? Are you okay? Where's Burke? Oh, Mr. Burke was feeling a little bit down. Reagan is wildly waggling her eyebrows at Chris, <laughs> trying to get a reaction. Huh? Uh, sure, honey. Anyway, why don't you go back to sleep? All right. Chris closes the door to Regan's bedroom as we hear a knocking from downstairs. Tum, 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 tum. Uh, excuse me, ma'am. <laughs> yes, who is it? Uh, it's me, Jonesy. Oh, hi, Jonesy. What is it? It's I'm your castmate from the play. The Jonesy, movie. you don't have to tell me who you are. I remember. It's me, Jonesy. I'm an need, actor. It's my profession. Jonesy, what do you need? Uh, I got some bad news, Miss McNeil. What? You're going to want to, like, sit down. I'm probably... Jonesy, just... Do you want to hug me as I tell you the news? No, I'm not taking the chain off the door, Jonesy. You can tell me through the crack here. Mr. Burke has yeah. been deaded. What? Mr. Burke is dead. What do you mean he's dead? He was watching over Reagan tonight. Well, um, now he's watching under the ground because his body's been found at the bottom of the impossibly high, dangerous staircase outside Reagan's... Window! Okay, first of all, it's extraordinarily tasteless to do wordplay at a time like this. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, go to bed, Jonesy. I'll, I'll clear this up in the morning. Chris I... slams the door closed. I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news. Ah! Incognito Jones. <laughs> Away! <laughs> Chris reopens the door to reveal oh. just a vanishing <laughs> wisp of smoke. <laughs> there's, a, there's a pair of theatrical masks tumbling in the street the a telltale <laughs> yeah a tragedy and comedy mask a telltale sign of someone who is the profession of an actor <laughs> very good smash white you see incognito jones is the boxer who takes other people's professions to go incognito right incognito jones from part one no i remember the character <laughs> incognito jones <laughs> <laughs>
Why I, is he wearing the comedy and tragedy masks to pretend to be Jonesy? He's, a, he's an actor. <laughs> oh, so he's not pretending to be Jonesy. He's pretending to be a generalized actor. <laughs> Incognito Jones. <laughs> like, to, to believably portray many professions, you got to do a lot of research. And he just doesn't have the time because he's also, at the same time, a professional boxer. So he just goes down to the costume shop, <laughs> buys one representative costume piece of a given profession, puts it on like an improv comedian and then shows up at people's doors and he's such a good disguise artist that people just accept it chris bought it that's a great point uh, average next scene terrible <laughs> you get punished mm, everyone's seeing a little bit of the trouble in paradise here you know it's the morning andy it's true and daddy likes to sleep late and we're not baby likes to fuck <laughs> we should do blue velvet as our first yes i would love to do blue velvet <laughs> you've seen it though yes hang on we have to pause i have to pee nope we sat talking about you okay then you have to muff by yourself for the next you do it i want to see you do it you self muff for the next two minutes no that's silly i'll set it up smash wipe the <laughs> what happens in the next scene no because if i muff by myself you'll be completely lost no i won't i can hear you through the thing Smash wipe back to the hospital. I'm not going to be pimped into a self muffing. Andy, the doctors sit around the table talking to Chris. Andy, don't you understand? It's like trying heroin. Bye. If right. I do this, I'm going to become addicted to solo muffing. Go. And that's the end of our dynamic. The audience isn't getting what they want. I, wait, I wasn't listening to where you said they go. I don't like that. The doctor's office. Doctors are baffled by what happened to Reagan. All right. Here we go, audience. <clears throat> Smash wipe to the hospital. A table of doctors all wearing white lab coats, inexplicably like the, like it's a, a fucking white lab coat convention, uh, sits around. Uh, Chris McNeil, distraught beyond all belief, uh, sits in the center of them. The doctors all shake their ba bald heads. <laughs> their bald heads. The doctors all shake their bald heads uh, confusedly. The chief doctor, the Cory Fagos, choral leader of all the doctors, stands before Chris. It seems that the tests have been inconclusive. I suggest we run further tests. But of course, we have to wait upon the supply of needles to be shipped to the hospital. Because you see, we've run out of needles because we put all of them in your daughter. <laughs> well, what could possibly be wrong? Did you wash your hands, Andy? Yes, of course I washed my hands. What could possibly be wrong with my daughter? Well, there's nothing that medical science can tell is wrong, but that still doesn't preclude us from doing additional horrible things to her. <laughs> A doctor with extremely clean hands minces into the doctor's office. What's all this then? Oh, we were just having a... Why don't I... <laughs> Why don't I summarize the meeting that we just had for you? Why don't you be the doctor that just came I'm the in? chief of staff around here, Dr. Do-Right. All right. Well, I'm the doctor that's been here the whole time. Dr. Lazardman. Dr. The Lazardman. Anyway, we were sitting and talking to Mrs. McNeil here, and I assume that we told her that she should <laughs> seek out an exorcist as a last resort. Yes, an exorcist. Wait, are you another doctor that's been here the whole time? I'm... I'm Charles Ockroachman. Good. 
We should really just get name tags for each other so we don't have to keep introducing ourselves. What are we in the service industry? What? I didn't go to cockroach medical school for seven years. I wear a goddamn name tag. What's this? You went to what medical school? You said you came from Rutgers. Yeah, yeah. Crudgers. <laughs> the doctor Not scuttles under a nearby refrigerator. Smash white. As a psychiatrist, I think that an exorcism might have beneficial properties upon the, the girl's psyche, even though God does not exist. Now, now, Dr. Psychiatrist, you have to remember that when we smash wipe, there are rules of order. It means we've left this location. I have developed beyond smash wipes. The singularity is at hand. As have I. No. <laughs> Who let you in here, old man? Fall under my thrall, uh, robot doctor. Uh, Travel with me through time and space. Bear in mind, places his jet black hand on the robot psychiatrist's inner thigh, <laughs> branding him with his mark. No! Smash wipe. They wink out of existence. <laughs> the McNeil house. Jesus! There is a knock at the front door. Knock, knock, knock. All day long. Knock, knock, knock while I sing this song. Oh, gosh. Come back tomorrow. We we don't want any. Excuse me, Miss McNeil. Could I come into the place? No, I'm sorry. We don't want any deliveries today. Thank you. I was just going to deliver some water. No, thank you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never know who that person was. A more firm knocking overturns the door. Oh, what a good firm knock that was. <laughs> yes, hello. Uh, hello there, Miss McNeil. Uh, Hope you don't mind me intruding at such an oily hour. It's me, Detective Kinderman. Uh, no. What can I do for you, Detective Kinderman? Well, if you'd let me into your abode, I have a thing or two I'd like to discuss with you about a particular moida. Uh, absolutely. Before I let you in, would you mind taking off your trench coat just so I can make sure you're not secretly a boxer pretending to be a detective? Uh, of course. Can't hope to be careful nowadays. It is the 1970s. Dr. Kinderman. Oh. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> uh, cheese it, boys. We've been rumbled. <laughs> Kinderman and all the other doctors hiding in the hedges <laughs> emerge and get back into their comically small doctor car where they stuff their bodies into. Whoa, what did I miss? Am I a little bit late? It's me, Detective Kinderman. Um, Detective Kinderman, can I see some credentials? Absolutely. First, let me just take off my oversized trench coat here to reveal that I am two kindergartners standing <laughs> on one each other's shoulders. Oh, you're Kinderman. Hello. Oh, I've seen this before, Miss McNeil. The Kinderman is legend back in Bavaria. Oh, well, that's very kind of you to say. Yes, I am two kindergartners standing on each other's shoulders. We solve mysteries, and there is a popular series of children's books about us. So... If you wouldn't mind helping us with our latest investigations, uh, maybe you a future in a future volume. Uh, Klaus opens up the door, regardless of what Miss McNeil wants. <laughs> We're like family. I can do this, you know. Oh, what? Well, all right. Come on in, you two. Oh, thank you very much, ma'am. Uh, may we each have one half cup of coffee? <laughs> you may, aren't you a little young to have coffee? I'm a detective. We're a detective. <laughs> Absolutely. Here you go. Thank you. Reagan <laughs> takes out two. Reagan. Uh, <laughs> oh, away. <laughs> Reagan scuttles back up the chimney. <laughs> oh, where she sees Roy Scheider's little son who's been hiding from him. Welcome. Oh, great. Occupied, huh? <laughs> it is tourist season, I suppose. Tortoise season. Hi, I'm a tortoise. Smash light back to the kitchen before yeah. we get... Before Completely we lose ourselves down that goof trail. 
reality starts to fracture as Baron Mind bursts his way between what? the smash wipes. <laughs> oh, that's been happening more and more often lately. Anyway, detectives, what can I help you with? Is this about Burke? Yes, funny that you should know a little bit about Mr. Boyk's death. And Why is it funny? He was one of my closest friends, and he died half a block from my house. We're from Bavaria, miss. While we watching my daughter. Sick sense of humor. <laughs> you know, the way I look at it in life, if you don't laugh, you cry. And I'm the top half, so that's a lot of crying from these particular eyes. It's true. Does your bottom half ever say anything? Excuse me, miss. <laughs> don't get fresh with me. Let's keep it professional. I'm sorry. Now, Miss McNeil, where were you on the night of the Moither? I was filming my my film. I'm I'm directed by one Blythely Boyk. Yes. Interesting. Who was directing that night? No, we were doing some. He had us doing something. Mm-hmm. He said it was an acting exercise. He put up cardboard cameras and had us just playing our parts. In an abandoned lot. So I don't know. You'd have to ask him. Kinderman is scribbling furiously in his notebook the word guilty over and over again. <laughs> what are you writing? Uh, just a, uh, <clears throat> do you believe in free association? The yes. style in which James Joyce wrote the great novel Portrait of the Artist as a Young Man. Yeah, that's how Blithely likes us to do perform all of our scripts. Mm. The first thing he has us do is burn our actual scripts and then free associate our way through the movie. Interesting. It's very avant-garde. Excuse me? It's very avant-garde. I don't follow. It means before guard. Oh. Well, before God and everyone else, I hereby absolve you of uh, the crime of moida. You seem like a nice lady. Uh, may I speak with the daughter of you, though? The um, fruit of your loins, so to speak. I'm afraid she hasn't been well. She has a... Ah! Reagan falls down <laughs> the chimney and scuttles back up the stairs like some sort of insect. Uh, Chris sees this happen behind Detective Kinderman's back and frantically tries to maintain his attention as Reagan scuttles out of view. Um, and also, uh... Sharon throws a rug over Reagan and the rug creeps back up the stairwell. <laughs> Wait, is there something happening behind my back? Why don't I just turn my head around, uh, fully 180 degrees and my body will go along with it? Seems like a lot of that's been going around this town. Cut to Blythely Burke's dead body. His head is turned 180 degrees, still decomposing at the bottom of that stairwell. A bird pecks at Blythely's exposed eyeballs. A Gregory pecks at Blythely's exposed eyeballs. I don't remember any movies that I was in. I'm Atticus Finch. <laughs> and I'm ah. a regular Finch. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything else detective? Them into the nether realm. What? Is there anything else, detective? <clears throat> Just one final question. Could I get your autograph? I got a real hard on for your movies. Wow, I was with you right up until. You know right what I'm saying when I say that? No, do you know what you're saying? It's an old Bavarian expression. Meaning what? It means that, you know, if you're at work or some sort of uh, previous engagement, uh, you will break out of that situation at a certain hour, exactly on the dot. It's a hard out, and you will get online, not on the internet. It's an old expression, online, like waiting in a queue, and then you'll go see the movie. So, oh, I got a raging hard on for your movies. Sweat is streaming down Detective <laughs> Kinderman's face at this point. Yes, I'll accept that explanation at face value. What do you want it's me to sign? It's not true. He's talking about his member, his schwanzer. <laughs> well, well, well. I am undone by German treachery once again. John Wayne. <laughs>
<laughs> the Germans have a hogtied John Wayne in their arms. They're taking him down to the basement to roast him on a spit. Well, Pilgrim, <laughs> been nice knowing ya. <laughs> uh, anyway, thanks for the autograph there. Uh, I will show ourselves out. The two detectives put their trench coat back on and wander back out of the streets of Washington. Chris gives a worried look up the stairs at Reagan and then puts on her own coat and leaves the house. Come to my window. Smash wipe! A bridge somewhere in Washington. Chris waits. But for whom? But for... <laughs> Excuse me, miss. Uh, yes. Who am I speaking to? Uh, yes. Name's Forda Karras. Are you really? K-A-R-R-A-S. It's Greek. They told me you would look like a boxer. I do look like a boxer. Hey, if you find another man around town who looks like a boxer, all right, and is wearing priest vestments, don't necessarily trust him. Well, I see you're wearing a priest vestments and boxing gloves, so you must be the real... Wait a minute. There is a dangerous criminal about known as Incognito Jones. <laughs> he is a professional boxer, and at times he will dress as any other profession. As many Excuse professions... Excuse me, may I interrupt you for a second? Is your name Chris Reagan's mother? Yes, I'm Chris Reagan's mother. Hello, it's me, Father Kareth. I'm a bother, but also I'm a priest. Oh, Father Kareth, thank goodness you're here. Who is this other person? What is this? Oh, I'm no. Father Kareth. I'm the real guy. Oh, no, shoot him, Chris. He is an imposter. I don't have a gun. I'm an actress. I have a gun here. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> now, could you please shoot the imposter? Can't you recognize that that man is obviously an imposter? Listen to his ridiculous voice over here. No, look at me. I have a Pope's hat on, which means I'm obviously a priest. Also, I have a oversized mustache on because I'm a bother. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. There's one thing I know for sure. It's that no one is allowed to wear the Pope's hat save the His Holiness himself. That's because I am... Just elected uh, the Pope? Yeah, that checks out. <laughs> oh, uh, your, your eminence. Uh, forgive me. So, I guess shoot them both? <laughs> no, don't shoot us both, please. Chris shoots both of them in the foot. <laughs> oh, God damn it! Oh, dang. <laughs> excuse me. Miss McNeil, please excuse me for the bold interruption. This man claiming to be the new Pope is nothing more than the dangerous criminal boxer, Incognito Jones. <laughs> what? See, it is me, Fernet Blanco. Fernet knocks the Pope hat off of uh, Incognito Jones, revealing just an ordinary, world-famous boxer. <laughs> <laughs> Fernet Blanco pulls out his ivory cane. Now you better get out of town, young man, or you shall answer to my righteous cane. Very well, but I will be back, and next time you may wish that you did not cross Incognito Jones. Incognito Jones takes out a fake shark's fin and transforms <laughs> into a land shark, leaping into the river to escape. He's perhaps the most dangerous adversary I have ever encountered. Let me pray to God that he never tries to impersonate me in my very distinctive voice. Yeah, that will be pretty difficult. You got yourself both a Latin flair that, uh... I got a Latin flair! Get out of here, Jonesy. Oh... Anyway, Chris, did you call for me? <laughs> yes, sorry. Thank you, Fernet. That will be all. Away. <laughs> so, uh, basically, uh, I got a notice that said you wanted to ask me something very embarrassing and important. 
Yes, let's not speak on this bridge, though. Let's speak on a nearby bench. All right, let's take a little walk through the beautiful fall leaves. What would you say if somebody wanted to... What would you say? Oh, let's get a little farther away from the buskers. A little baby. <laughs> what would you say if someone wanted to, um, oh, I don't know, get an exorcism for her daughter? Well, first of all, I'd say she better get her head checked because an exorcism hasn't been performed. Go fuck yourself. All right, I can see from that crude language that you're very sincere. Look, exorcism, uh, it's not real. It's all a bunch of malarkey. Well, I'm Pardon my... my Irish. <laughs> Listen, can I speak plainly to you, Father Karras? Please. You seem like a man of the world. I'm at my wit's end. The doctors don't know what's wrong with my daughter, and the only thing that, that I could possibly think of is to at least try, at least try something supernatural. Isn't, don't you think it's at least worth a shot? Can't you come and take a look at her? I don't believe that God exists, but I believe there is such a thing as suffering. You're a priest that doesn't believe that God exists? Hey, keep that on your fucking hat, all right? Uh, and as a priest, I am honor bound to alleviate suffering. So I'll I'll go take a once over at your daughter, see what's going on there. Look Don't necessarily the like that language, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but okay, come come with me. Chris grabs Father Karis's hand and runs down the block, <laughs> laughing. <laughs> hey, bring that back! <laughs> oh no! Father Karras chases uh, Chris down the street to Bo retrieve his stolen hand. Boxer's hands are notoriously fragile. <laughs> Smash wipe! I'm a baby! The McNeil household, Chris and Father Karras return. The ceiling drips slime. Blech. A spider scuttles past. <laughs> Some zerglings hatch out of the creep that's been built into the floor. Oh, thank goodness you are home. That daughter of yours is misbehaving worse than anything I've ever seen. Yeah, she is worse than the cow that we had back at home. She's worse than you are in bed, Miss <laughs> McNeil. How do you know how I am in bed? Mm, we, we hide in the armoire with Blisely Burke and we watch what happens, don't we? That is not appropriate, Klaus. You are my servant. But we are like family. It's fun. Anyway... So, we were just trying to do our necromancy, and we can't because your daughter is doing all sorts of things up there and releasing all sorts of demons in the house. Uh, don't worry there, German. Uh, I'm a father. How do- wait a minute, are you a detective? How did you know? Because <laughs> your voice. What's up with my voice? You have a very thick German accent. Is it because I was doing necromancy, so you automatically assume I'm German? No, that's not what I was saying at all. I Racist. The German isn't a race, uh, Adolf, by the way. Oh, listen to this one over here, who says Germany is not a real race. Oh, boy, hold on. Wait a minute. I got something for you. <laughs> Father Karras pulls off his left hand and waggles it temptingly in the air over the German's uh, <laughs> wolf-like faces. Huh? Huh? You want some of this? Huh? Go, go get it. Go get it. <laughs> the Germans uh, scamper off after the discarded meat. He closes the back door after them. That should take care of them for a while. Now, where's this daughter he is? Where is this daughter of yours? Uh, that's how you sound. Oh, all right. I can show myself up there. Miss McNeil, why don't you make yourself a cup of tea or something? This shouldn't take long. Oh, yeah. I'm just a woman. I guess I shouldn't do anything, huh? Oh, okay. Do you want to come up? No. Great. <laughs> Fucking priest. Point average. Political Chronicless Brigade around here. Did you call me the Chronicless Brigade? <laughs> Did someone say Cronecless? Ah, oh, the ancient centurion, Antonus Cronecless, comes through the door looking for his ancient Roman medallion that Father Marin found back in Iraq. I've been searching throughout time and space for the Cronecless. It's a powerful magical artifact. 
If someone here has found it, I must speak with them immediately. Sorry, uh, I haven't seen a Chronicles. Oh. I mean, I read in Priest Magazine that there's a guy who did find it, but God knows where he is or if he'll ever come here to Georgetown. My nemesis. Were you trying to say political correctness and perhaps misspoke? No. I oh. don't think I'd make a mistake like that. No, maybe so. Uh, oftentimes, I am called to households where people have tried to make a goof about political correctness, and they accidentally say, Chronicles, you can understand why that makes my search even more difficult. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway. Um, Deuces. <laughs> and Antonius? Antonius Chronicles. Antonius Chronicles Disappears into the mists of time. Wow, there's a whole lot of time rifts going on in Georgetown. This is a real, like, Lovecraftian <laughs> horror-type community. This is a real sweeps week. Father Karras climbs the stairs to Regan's... <laughs> the stairs melt beneath his feet as he climbs. Oh, jeez. This is really hard with only old righty over here. Oh, look, a little uh, vertical ascent Roomba. Let me just hop on that. Hey, follow me. Thank you. Hey, are you a Catholic robot? No, I was never baptized. Aww. I'm going to go to purgatory if I die. Jeez, this feels wrong. Do you think that you could baptize me on the way up to death, Father Karen? Yeah, uh, just get me to the top there. All right. <laughs> oh, no, Zerglings. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the, the Zerglings rush the poor little robot. And while the singularity is occurring and the robot gains sentience and the ability to understand religion... Unfortunately, it could not protect itself from the savage alien onslaught of the Zerglings. I guess I'm going to Zergatory. Oh, pretty good one. <laughs> Speaking of Zergatory, <laughs> heavens to Zergatroid, uh, Regan's door. Boo. Oh, no. <laughs> the ghost is back. <laughs> Father Karras runs into Regan's room and shuts the d window on the, go the ghosty. Hello, Father Karras. Uh, hello there, young lady. My name is, you know my name already. Yep. Huh. I don't remember giving you my business card. Oh, have you watched some of my famous boxing matches on the YouTube? <laughs> no, I sure haven't. It's the 1970s. Oh, yeah. But I have been speaking to your mother. Do you want to speak to her? My mother's dead. Oh, am I? Oh, my God, mother! Son, uh, why did you do this to me? Why did you let your horrible uncle put me in an asylum and let me be murdered? No, 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 mother. Oh. No, this isn't real. This is all some sort of uh, ventriloquist trick. <laughs> okay, pretty good. Us. Pretty good one. You no, that was your, no, that was your real mom. <laughs> what? I was laughing because she's uh, in hell with the rest of us, Father Karras. What do you mean? Yeah, I'm in hell and all bad things are happening. No, mother. Yeah, it's me. No, that time it was ventriloquism. Oh, God damn it. She's busy. What do you want, you strange little goyle? What I want, I want to live in. Actually, I'm not clear on what I want. Huh. It's sort of like, you know, you just graduated college. You kind of found a temporary place to live. You're not really, you're kind of finding yourself. Yeah, no, to tell you the truth, I never thought I would get this far. Like, not very many demons managed to possess a human body. And there's not a lot of literature on what we're supposed to do next. Well, you know, just like in life, there's no manual. You just got to feel things out. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, why don't you come over here and I'll whisper uh, something in your ear, probably. All right. But I'm recording you with my old 1970s recorder. So if you say anything weird, the Pope's going to hear about it. Oh, 
I'm not going to say anything weird. All right, let me just... Paul is dead. What? Paul is dead. Well, everyone knows that. Now we got Pope Benedict. What? Talking popes. I feel like we're talking at cross purposes now. All right. What do you have to say to me, little Goyle? Speaking of cross purposes, the demon reaches up and grabs the cross from around Father Karras' neck. Gak! Ripping it from around his throat and stuffing it into his mouth. Oof. (laughs) Oh, that's such a perverse thing to put a cross into a human orifice. (laughs) I'm sure this really shocks audiences in the 1970s. Yes. I think we could leave that with the, just with the mouth play. Do you remember when we recorded that the first time and we were both so horrified by the actual scene that we couldn't make any goofs about it? Yeah. We both just said, this is really gross, and then talked about what happened and then moved on to the next scene. For those of you who haven't seen the movie, the little girl puts the cross in a place where little girls shouldn't be. Yeah, it's bad. Putting it's crosses. Hard. It's hard to watch. Well, I guess we just did it again. <laughs> she puts it in the Torah. Right in the Torah. <laughs> Smash wipe! What? The exterior of Regan's room, a visibly shaken uh, Father Karras, walks down the stairs. Oh. I'm glad these stairs have congealed somewhat. Hey, where does the, the Zergs go? Let us out. <laughs> we sunk into the stairs because we, we had so many robot parts in our tummies. <laughs> well, that, you know, that's a lesson for you, little Zerg. Could you baptize us, Father Karras? No. Oh, you're a cruel man. <laughs> Father Karras uh, takes out his... What is it? I don't know. You're making the jack-off motion with your hand. <laughs> he takes out his jack-off hand. <laughs> what are you talking put, about? You know, that the Protoss have? That, like, energy? Oh, I never played the game. Oh. <clears throat> you should play Is it, it like a lightsaber? They have, like, a... like en- Yeah, it's like an energy... Uh, dagger that comes out of their wrist gauntlet. Oh, not a lightsaber, an energy <clears throat> dagger. Uh, Annie, don't bust my fucking balls, <laughs> because Blizzard has a different weapon that's similar. Oh, no, I wasn't calling you. I wasn't busting don't your balls. Don't bust my balls. Anyway, Father Karras makes a jerk-off motion and pops each zergling on the head like he's little bunny foo <laughs> Oh, Father Karras. Oh, sorry, I was just joking off <laughs> using my famous boxer joik-off punch. You were what? Joiking... You know what it what it is to joik a dick off? Yeah, I do. Oh. <laughs> what is it? I'm a priest. <laughs> oh, Father Karras, we brought you your hand back. Thank you. Father Karras puts his hand and screws it back. Ew, ew, ew. Oh, jeez, jeez. <laughs> yeah, my wife was carrying around and carrying it around in her mouse. It might have some slobber on it. Can you two knock it <laughs> off? What's up with Reagan? Your daughter, she might be possessed, but she also might just be a piece of shit. What? Yeah. She was talking shit about my mother, and then she bit my fancy god necklace. What do you mean she was talking shit about she your mother? fucked me in the mouth with it. <laughs> yeah, I can see. I'm sorry. That's okay. It's more action than this mouth's gotten in quite a while. <laughs> Listen, Father, can you keep your mind on what you, on our job here? Yes. You're the cheapest priest in town. <laughs> sure am. So I'm beggars can't be choosers here, but I will take my services elsewhere if you can't keep your mouth <laughs> under control. Yeah, where are you going to find a priest who knows more about exorcisms than me? I don't know. Boom, boom, boom. The door shakes with a mighty knock of a very confident individual. Open the goddamn door. Father Karras opens the door, and in a mist of night and uh, uh, street lights, an old priest stands in the doorway with a suitcase. Who the fuck are you? Who the fuck are you? I'm Father Marin, motherfucker. Who uh, the fuck are you? I'm Father Karras. Father Karras, you're the worst priest in town. Yeah. 
Word has it that you don't even believe in God anymore. No, I don't. What are you doing here? I was asked to come in and exercise this child. No, by someone who doesn't, someone who hasn't been reading your Yelp reviews, obviously. What's that? It's the 1970s. Who are you? Are you Chris Regan's mom? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I'm Chris McNeil. Hold on. (laughs) Father Marin checks his paperwork. Oh, yeah. Chris McNeil, that's the one. Uh, And I believe my daughter is possessed. Yeah, I heard about it. The Pope called me. The Pope? Wait. Yeah, he's right out there in the street. (laughs) (laughs) They look out into the street, and all they see is a twirling Pope's hat left in the empty street. Oh, that's funny. He was just there a minute ago. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, he said you got a demon up here. Yes, we do have a demonoid phenomenon, so get it out. Get it on. Ma'am, I will. What would... (laughs) You over there, what did you say your name was again? Father K- Damien Karras. You want to see other big boys do it? All right. Well, then follow me. I'm t- tired of having my balls cut off by old guys <laughs> like you all my life. Hey, Father Maron, can we come too? Yes, of course. As we know, every exorcism requires two nasty Germans to hold down the victim. Perhaps we could have three nasty Germans. Hi, it's me. A Sir German. Oh, I did not realize the Sir German had come on board the staff. Yeah, don't you see by my wooden shoes that it's me, a Sir German? Wait a minute. <laughs> wooden shoes? Those are more of a Scandinavian thing. Wait, are they? I thought these were for sure a German... Wait a minute! <laughs> Wait, let me just check something in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> the German uh, dashes off to the garage. <laughs> The back of his coat flaps open, and we see a athletic boxer shirt. <laughs> Listen, Chris, I need you to shut the door and lock it. We don't want any more running goofs to get into this house tonight. Oh, sure. I guess I'm just a fucking woman. I guess I should just sit here and wait and worry. Oh, what? Do it. you want to be part of the fucking exorcism, too? No. All right, then shut up. Second Do pr- what I say. Whoa. <laughs> Second priest to call my bluff on this. <laughs> Father Marin. Races up the stairs like a sprightly, much younger man. And Klaus races up the stairs by spraying in graffiti mean words onto it. <laughs> yeah, Zergs go home. <laughs> we don't like Zergs. Boy, this is becoming a real fiasco. Yeah, you're telling me. Quiet, Zergs. <laughs> Father Karras swipes his hand sideways, <laughs> boxing the Zergs in the ear ah. on his way past. Like jerking off a dick sideways. It's not like that. Jerking off, jerking off. Dun, 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 dun. Hey, what did I say about running jokes? Can you stop them? <laughs> Get up here. <laughs> Father Karras enters the room with Father Marin. A cold chill washes over the entire movie set, and the actors are all super uncomfortable. Oh, back for more, huh? Hey, who's this pussy? This is my father, Father Marin. What did you call me? No, in a priest sense. Oh, yeah. I guess I'm everybody's father. Yeah. Germans, I, you stand outside and make sure that no other goofs get in tonight, okay? But don't you want us to hold down the t- child's tiny arms? Uh, no. Uh, how about we just manacle her to the bed? All right. That seems like a th- cool thing to do. You guys don't happen to have any manacles, do you? Uh, I think we're using them all at the moment. Go get some fucking... If you got manacles, bring them up here. What could possibly be more important? All right. The two Germans reluctantly go down and get their manacles. <laughs> we see three starved men run out of the basement and into the street. Freedom! Uh, okay. All right, here you go, Father Marin. Thank you! Father Marin manacles his hands together. This is in case I get mad. 
Okay, we'll stay out here and watch the watch the stairway for you. Thanks. Uh, the two priests enter. Now look, Damien, one thing you gotta know about demon hunting. All right, they'll try to lie to you. They'll say bad things, but don't listen to them. Yeah, I think I'm uh, pretty savvy about that, Father Maron, but thanks for the tip. Oh, are you? Are you really savvy about uh, that? Yeah, I think I'm yeah. okay. Uh, uh, how many of the devils have you defeated? Uh, well, I haven't. What do you mean? Yeah, I that's haven't. what I thought. <laughs> Wait a minute. How many of the devils have you defeated? Here, hold this. <laughs> Father Maron puts his balls into <laughs> Father Karras' hand. Tricked you, motherfucker. <laughs> Go. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, if I can pull something like that on you, what do you think the devil's going to do? Yeah, what do you think I'm going to do? <laughs> Yeah, knock it off, devil. All right. Uh, they look upon Reagan's childlike face and see it as puffy and bloated and greenish and has all sorts of cuts and disgusting things on it. She looks like she's really haggard and hideous. Haggard the horrible. He won't thank you for that. <laughs> Andy Cap walks by. All right now, the devil. It's good to see you again. Please call me Mr. Howdy. Uh, we haven't seen each other since you were six. No, we haven't. And I think I'll call you by your real name, thanks. What is it? Pazuzu. Ah! <laughs> Reagan writhes around, uh, Rumpelstiltskin style, at the mention of her real name. Oh, wait, is that some kind of a secret or something? Yeah. Listen, Father Karras, get over here. Eh? I'm going to tell you my biggest secret. All right. The thing about exorcisms is, you just kind of make them up as you go along. <laughs> what? Yeah, nobody really knows. I'm the only, as far as I know, I'm the only one that's ever fought the devil. Wow. <laughs> well, I mean, in a sense, we all have a devil to fight. Uh, like me, in particular, yeah, I wrestle with my faith in God. Oh, yeah, sure, that seems the same. And my good friend, Fanet Blanco, he wrestles with Los Mujeres Calientes. Yeah, yeah, so your, your theoretical uh, struggles with your uh, lack of willpower are pretty much the same as this. Father Marin gestures to the... Girl hovering above the bed with open sores, shooting flames from her fingertips. Pretty much the same, wouldn't you say, Father Karras? Oh, boy. Anyway. <laughs> Father Marin uh, opens up his robes to reveal his ah! exorcism kit. He has... Which is identical to the costume for Wesley Snipes' blade. <laughs> anyway, the devil, why don't you come down there and face me like a man, unless you're too much of a pussy? Why don't you face me? Reagan pulls off her face. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ! Good one. Spooky. Hey, the devil, there's something on the front of your shirt looks like. Eh? Uh, Father Marin points to the devil's chest, and when uh, the devil looks down, he raises his finger and makes the sign of the cross over the devil's face. Oh! <laughs> you got me. Got you once. No, oh, what's that behind your back, the devil? Eh? Uh, Father Marin splashes holy water on the devil when it's back his turn. Ah, that burns! Oh, over two. Father Marin takes the lead. Don't worry, Father Marin. I think I got this. Uh, hey, devil, uh, is your refrigerator running? Oh, Bobby, why are you making jokes like that about your mother, please? Father Marin, please stop <laughs> stop imitating my dead mother. It's really disrespectful. Sorry, no, I'll let you go. In the moment of distraction, uh, the exorcism <laughs> spell is broken, and Reagan pukes green pea soup all into Father <laughs> Karras' eyes, nose, and mouth. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh. Marabouge! <laughs> Father Karras races from the room. He uh, racists from the room. <laughs> oh, Father Karras. Nice one. Uh, one of you Germans, get in here. Take care of this place. Oh, okay. okay. We were just playing pea knuckle out here. Yeah, you're going to be playing shit knuckle in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> put, put on these gloves. <laughs>
<laughs> Pretty good. Uh, quiet, you. Father uh, Marin jumps on Reagan's levitating body, and he tries to wrestle it back to the bed like a cowboy riding a bucking bronco. The Germans wrestle with the manacles again, trying to get uh, Reagan's body manacle down to the bed. Get down there! Get down in there! Meanwhile, in the hallway, Father Karras wrestles with his faith in the face of having been vomited down by the devil. Oh, God, why would you create such a disgusting pea soup-like vomit? Oh, Father Karras, is, is Reagan going to be okay? Yeah, yeah, Father Marin's pretty much got it from here. It's kind of on autopilot from this step forward. Oh, that's such a relief. You know, honestly, I I was worried that Reagan was was going to die. It's a relief to know that somebody who knows what they're doing finally stepped in. and You could die from this? What do you mean? Uh, I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Father Karras puts on a proud face and marches back into Reagan's bedroom. Hey, take me off your shoulders. Huh? It's me, Proud Face. <laughs> <laughs> what are you all about, Proud Face? Put me down, please. Well, I'm just a, a normal first name. I'm a lawyer. What? Describe the way you look. Well, I'm a... Uh, a gentleman uh-huh. I'm in my mid thirties, uh-huh. uh, just like any other businessman, I suppose. My name is uh, Howard Proudface. I actually do family law. You know, I am not as in touch with my background as I might like to be. Excuse me, is this man bothering you? A <laughs> uh, lawyer punches in through the window. Hello, I'm Tits Reagan. <laughs> Are you suffering from fibromyalgia? Wait a minute. Hold on. Two lawyers in the same place. <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 they uh, ob- obliterate each other. It's like matter touching antimatter. Well, that was an unnecessary <coughs> diversion. Father Karras approaches the doorway again. Where- I'm a zerg. Oh, sorry there, little guy. Care for an unnecessary <laughs> diversion? Here's some Jenga. <laughs> or as we call it, Zenga. Oh, no. Father Karras opens up the suddenly silent bedroom and finds Reagan lying peacefully on the bed. Where is Father Karras? Hey, wait a minute. Where is Klaus the German? I'm Father Karras. I'm right here. (laughs) We must all ask ourselves these questions. Wait a minute. You're not a real narrator. What? You're just wearing a narrator's headphones. Father (laughs) Karras pulls off the headphones. Oh no, you have discovered me. It was me all along. Incognito Jones! (laughs) Wait a minute. Father Karras punches Incognito Jones in the face. Oof! Incognito Jones, what are you doing at my microphone? Get out of here! I'm gonna run you out of here. See if you can. I'm a world champion boxer. Get out! Get out of the studio, Incognito Jones. Ponch, ponch. You can say ponch all you want. I'm not gonna change my eating habits. Why now, get out of here. Why don't you lift your narrator? Get out of here. No, I'm taking control of this narrative. All right, Incognito Jones. <laughs> we gotta finish up the Exorcist. So... What's this in my hand? It's a pistol. Okay. Get out of the recording studio. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Incognito Jones does not do anything rash. Father Kareth goes into the room. There's all these ladies in there. They look very sexy. The devil has called them up from hell to take over the Rega McNeil household. Father Meron is dead. The Germans that I don't like from earlier, they're dead as well. It's just Father Kareth and all of these naked ladies. Excuse me, my friend. I believe your reign of terror has gone on too long. Oh, who is this? It is me, Fernet Blanco. Fernet Blanco, my one nemesis. Now, Incognito Jones, I finally have you. Justice will prevail. You will never take me alive, Fernet Blanco. Have at you. <laughs> In the recording booth, 
uh, mighty battle rages as Father Karras begins battling through the nude ladies in the devil's chamber. <laughs> You've met your match at last, faithless priest. You'll never defeat all of my sexy ladies that I've summoned from the depths of hell. I don't need to defeat these sexy ladies because in objectifying themselves, they have already defeated themselves. Uh, uh, no, it's not true. The sexy lady, the jump on Father Kareth and it's there to take his priest robes off and it's very... Th ow! Ow! Stop it. He is a father. Father Karras pulls himself from the pile of nude ladies yeah. and proceeds with the exorcism where Father Marin left off. Oh, the power of Christ compels you. The, the power of Christ compels you. Yeah, I bet you think you're a real big deal, huh? Expelliarmus. <laughs> Father Karras's priest wand flies up into the air. <laughs> oh no, the wand is loose. Quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Incognito Jones and Fernet Blanco fight over the magic wand. Now I have you, priest. Your friends have deserted you, and I'm more powerful than you'll ever be. Oh, yeah? Yes. How about a little chin music, you piece of shit? Oh! <laughs> My starts brutally roughing up uh, the little girl. Uh, oh, How you uh, like that? How you like that? Huh? Uh, stick a move. Stick a move. <laughs> no. No, the devil is... He's a good boxer. He... He starts to do a sexy boxing against Father Karras, and he... Oh, oh. That's right. You go to sleep, my friend. <laughs> you shall wake up in prison. <laughs> uh, Fernet Blanco has given Incognito Jones the gentlest chokehold he can <laughs> and finally rendered his opposite unconscious. Incognito Jones sleeps peacefully on a bed lovingly prepared by Fernet Blanco. Underneath the most evil of villains is still a human soul, and <laughs> all souls are deserving of empathy. No, no, you'll never defeat me, Father Karras. Yes, I will. I have control of this sow and the world. All right, I didn't want to do this, but I gotta do the right thing. Father Karras kisses her. <laughs> the Keith is so gentle and so loving that the devil finds within himself something he didn't feel before. And his small heart grows three sizes, too big to fit inside a little girl. The devil removes himself from the little girl's body and goes back to hell to tell his wife that he loved her. <laughs> Flash two. <laughs> The devil <laughs> returning to his hell house. Uh, what? Why are all the lights off? <laughs> devil opens up the door. <laughs> he flicks on the light switch uh, and sees four proton packs light up. <gasps> no! The Iraqi Ghostbusters <laughs> Battalion shoots the devil with their proton packs. <laughs> Ghostbusters! Bustin makes me feel good. Ladies and gentlemen, that was The Exorcist. Happy Halloween, mother Thank you for joining us. Uh, sorry this one got a little... Goofy? 
No, goofy's the wrong word. I'm sorry if you had trouble uh, following along. Maybe that's the word. This is sort of our infinite jest. What does that mean? Where, like, that's that David Foster Wallace novel where there's footnotes that lead to other footnotes. I feel like, uh... <laughs> I feel like what we did is exactly the, the podcast equivalent of writing infinite jest, so... Yeah, we really went into our own navels there. Yeah, a little bit. But that's okay, Andy. If people are listening to part two of a muffed movie, that means probably they listen to part one. You're already in. You're already deep in it. You're already six goofs deep with us. Yeah, you are playing shit knuckle. The smash wipe. What? The muffed movies studio. What in the world is going, Andy? Do you <laughs> hear that? Do you feel that presence? I'll take that. Ah. <laughs> Mark, what happened? Something just wrenched the microphone from my hand. Are you okay? I don't know. Ow, ow, ow! Andy, my inner thigh! What's the matter? Look at this onyx handprint on it. Oh, no. Uh Uh-oh. How ominous. Manamana. Manamana. Andy, do you have anything to plug? No, Mark, I don't have anything to plug. Okay. Uh, I just appreciate you listening. I think it's awesome that I get to do this, and that uh, hopefully you are entertained by it. That's right. Uh, so thanks for coming, everybody. I hope that you uh, have a... I came. Good night, everybody. <laughs> thanks, Andy. Thanks, Mark. Father Marin uh, opens up his robes to reveal his uh, exorcism kit. He which has... is identical to the costume for Wesley Snipes' blade. Yeah, what was that? Why don't you run us through it? Uh, okay, we see a lot of leather thongs tied around a bulletproof vest inside the thongs are lots of pure silver daggers and throwing knives there's also a katana in a sheath um down the uh leather pants are uh pads and various forms of armor around the wrist is a rosary and on the other side is one of those buddhist uh buddhist laser guns oh my mark <laughs> but, how unfortunate you know, all the tra- so many trappings of Catholicism. Catholicism. You just mentioned Buddhism, and you can't bring to mind one thing. One goof. What? Uh, 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 I guess you're showing your multicultural insensitivity is all I'm saying. I don't understand why you're stepping on my balls about this, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why you're stepping on my balls, Father Karras. Sorry. Father Karras steps off of Father Marin's rapidly growing balls <laughs> as he gloats about how he's the only man to face down the devil. I'm going to tuck those back in there. Uh. <laughs>